keep on the beach side Nothing for worry about, you know, say everything right Oh, you feel afraid, not even touch the deep side It's safe to say, you finally find a real vibe Come over here, so make we kick it on the beach side Nothing for worry about, you know, say everything right Oh, you feel afraid, not even touch the deep side It's safe to say, you finally find a real vibe mm. Just know, say you're good with it You off my mind How to fall in love on this one night Now I'm concentrating on you Ooh, ooh We've been texting all day I'm tired of waiting So let's do it all right No expectations Swear you got the best of me You shot me down like you like that yo we got a special guest in the building man special guest man go ahead and introduce yourself what's good man it's your boy arlen in the building you already know with frost man yeah man you vibing out here georgia yeah man you Let know, know florida boy florida boy in atl you know and it's cold ass weather it's right cold now. as fuck man yeah facts 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 and i ain't gonna lie we've been supposed to link up for a minute bro it's been yeah, this, a minute it's been months since yeah you. Facts. Cause I I actually uh, was coming out here before, mm -hmm. and then when I came, I yeah, wasn't I able to. Busy, so yeah, yeah so mm -hmm. we here now. Facts. You feel me? Appreciate you for yes, coming, bro. Appreciate you. Yes, sir. So tell them like where you from and all that. Uh, me, I'm originally from mm -hmm. Fort Lauderdale, Florida. That's like, you mm -hmm. know, a few minutes from Miami. You know, when people think of Florida, they only yeah, think yeah, of Miami. Yeah, yeah. Uh, shout out to my Dade County folks, yeah, facts, but. Facts, facts. You know, Broward is, is definitely present. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so that's that's where I'm from. I'm from the Broward area. Okay. And um yeah, I've been been rocking out in Florida for a while. It's just I travel a lot, you know, doing the music and the dance and shit. So mm -hmm. yeah. Okay, so tell us more about like your upbringing, like where you went to school, your parents and all that. Oh word. So growing up I went to all performing arts schools. Okay. Um so out the gate, elementary school, I'm in the yeah. band, you know, yeah. in middle school, I'm Facts. doing this, doing it, you know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. I was involving myself in different, you know, creative art from a young things age. From yeah. a young age and then mm -hmm. but it actually started way back in when I was in like what, pre K or so. Mm -hmm. And um I never forget um uh, it was my graduation or something like that, end of the year graduation. I was in pre K. And my teacher heard me sing, and my mom was like, well, let him sing for the graduation. So yeah. at the time, I think it was I Believe I Can Fly. That was like okay, the song yeah, yeah, of the year was everybody was graduating to. Yeah, facts. So I sung that shit, and that kind of like opened up the can of worms because I just kept chasing after that. Yeah. So I started signing my mom. She was signing me up for talent shows and mm -hmm. different things like that over time. So growing up for me, I was always around the arts and music and dancing and stuff like that. Okay. Um, but none of my parents they are they don't sing. You know? yeah, yeah, <laughs> they, don't, they, was, <laughs> they don't do none of that shit. But they were like connoisseurs of, of it. Like my yeah. my parents are like their music taste is like through mm -hmm. the fucking roof. Right. So 
I was able to, you know, learn at an early age, like, this what the good shit is, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm facts. saying? So, yeah. um, growing up in my house, too, like, I'm the baby of the bunch. Mm-hmm. So, I had my, me and my brother, we had to share a room when I was growing up. Yeah. So, I had to always be subject to whatever the hell he was playing, because he had this big-ass sound system, and I got yeah. my little puny-ass yeah, speaker, yeah. so he was blowing <laughs> me out. Yeah, you know, with his Lil Wayne and his juvenile. So, mm-hmm. I was like, you know... Even though I was forced to listen to it, I started over time appreciating it because my yeah. brother was a hip hop head, uh-huh. and um, and then my sister was the one who was playing Avon and Mariah Carey yeah. and all that other stuff, mm-hmm. you know. But my parents, they were the ones who introduced me mostly to the classics, you know, the Earth, Wind, and Fire, the Cameo, LTD, uh-huh. and you know, what I'm saying that type yeah. of stuff, Lauren Hill and stuff. My mom right. was deep into everything, you know, my dad too. So, yeah, man. So. How long would you say you've been taking music serious, like in making music? Um, I started taking music serious mm-hmm. back in high school, um, around the time when I was in in my performing arts program at at Diller High. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was in the music production program, so we were learning how to make beats. We were learning about music business and contracts and all that shit at like fifteen and sixteen. Okay. So, mm. you know. I started realizing the seriousness of it early. Okay. So I took advantage of that knowledge and was like, you know what, I want to really do this shit. Yeah. So I just, you know, started really like, you know, perfecting the craft and just really doing my thing. But I would say it was high school time, man. Yeah. Definitely high school time when I was in that music program, for sure. So we know like you're in Atlanta right now. Mm-hmm. You know, you're visiting. Where you feel like your music falls in place at? Out here, um, since you visited, come on. Uh, out here in ATL. Yeah. Where do I think it fit? Like, yeah. Um, you feel like your music will best flow here in Atlanta or back home? Um, if you hear hear the newer shit that I'm working mm-hmm. on, I feel like it'll sit more because I'm 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 tapping into more of a traditional R&B sound now. Yes. Um, I've officially stepped away from. You know, I'm not saying it's a problem because it mm-hmm. works, but I'm just tired of sounding like everybody. I'm tired nah, of using thanks. the same sounds. I'm tired of using the same look. Like, I just wanted to switch the shit up. Mm-hmm. So, my new shit probably will, probably will sit Definitely. nice, you know. But Definitely. now I'm all over the place, man. I'm mm-hmm. doing R&B. I'm doing yeah. house shit. I'm doing all type of shit. So, you know, a lot of my, my recent releases have been a mm-hmm. bit more versatile yeah. and more diverse. So, um... Nice. You know, I've just been pushing the envelope a little more, trying some different shit. I like it. I, I'm, I'm fucking with it, yeah. for sure. For sure. I got to let you hear some of the new shit, too. Yeah, that, you know? yeah. Give you an that exclusive, yo, you heard? An exclusive yeah. listen, you know. Okay. You know. So, tell us, like, were there any obstacles during your music career you could speak on? Ah, yeah, it was a lot. Um, what's crazy is, is during my journey, you know, trying to get here, you know, I was signed before I was, you Who's know, I was signed with Cool and Dre, and that was a great experience for me. Oh, man, those are um, family. Right? Yeah, they were yeah, legends, yeah, man. Those are, those are the legends, man. Those guys are still rocking, and I thank those guys a lot because they definitely opened my eyes to a lot of the shit I didn't know, mm-hmm. and they definitely woke me up to... Like the nice. real, you know. I got to meet. You him. know what I'm saying. I got to meet him when I was like 22. A word. Yeah, and that was probably like the best experience for me, just sitting back and just watching Soaking everything. It up. You know what I'm saying? And that's yeah. really just how I got around everything, bro. I was in the room 
around for a lot. Yeah. But, you know? That's dope. Yeah, smoke, bro. Go ahead. Nah, yeah, relax I, I, up, man. Relax I'm relaxed, up, man. I'm relaxed. I'm, I'm, I'm actually on an edible. Okay, so, okay, you know, okay. Say what. Yeah, yeah. I'm taking my time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> facts, facts, but, um, man, bro. <laughs> but yeah, like, you know, during that time period, though, when I was signed, you know, I'm, I'm an R&B guy. Yeah. You know, I'm a singing-ass nigga. And the environments that I always found myself in were were mainly rap right. mm -hmm. and hip hop, which was dope because I met a lot of connections. I mm -hmm. you know learned a lot and you know progressed a lot. But I'll say my biggest struggle was always you know trying to find the balance in the rooms that I found myself in mm -hmm. because I always had to overprove myself because I wasn't the thing that they were doing. You know, okay. what I'm saying? everybody rapping, yeah, they street shit, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Okay. Uh, and I come in with my sensual, soft ass for the ladies <laughs> and singing to women and mm -hmm. singing my heart and breaks and love and all this other shit. And so that stuff kind of wasn't always the focus for mm -hmm. those guys. It, it was like every blue moon, you know, this person need a hook or that person need a verse, or, you know, but it wasn't like a consistency for me. So that was my biggest, you know, hurdle initially and then i found out over time you know that mm -hmm. you know r&b isn't the most favorable genre at the time man. you know this was back in the, back 2012 2013 yeah. you know r&b was like dwindling away mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so i was just like took it away but like damn so this r&b shit really did but then over time you got so many different artists just coming out the woodwork, switching That's that shit up. Bryson Tiller, Party Next Door, SZA, Her. Mm -hmm. You got all these different, you know, shades and colors of, of it just started, you know, popping out of the blue. Mm -hmm. And it just kind of revived my, you know, inspiration. But it's still a struggle because, you know, we still trying to cut through because the market is very much hip-hop still. Yeah, you know what facts. I'm saying? So facts. that's been my biggest issue is just trying to find the balance because it's like, and not to go off of your your question, but it's very mm -hmm. much in the same topic. Yeah. We need to sh fucking separate the R&B and hip-hop yes, charts. facts. Because I feel like your Summer Walkers and your Lucky Days and these guys, like, those artists, they can be looked at as superstars mm -hmm. if we had our own platform. But if we have to keep sharing the space with the rappers, yeah, we look like... The B list, the yeah. C list, we look like the okay, like you know what I'm saying? They doing all right. When mm -hmm. we can be looked at as like the giants mm -hmm. and the, the superstars of it all if they found a way to separate the R and B yeah. and the hip hop shit. So that's that's been my biggest issue and struggle with it only because that's like my genre and that's but what I do. You know, for me, like I'll say people it all comes to like a certain age too, like that's true. When people start understanding like what's real music, you know what I'm saying? Cause uh, when I'm alone, I listen to R&B, you mm -hmm. know, all old school R&B from seventies, eighties to now, you know what I'm yeah. saying? But you will mostly hear like two thousands, nineties R&B because I know that's what I really want to hear. That's what really gives me peace. You right. know what I'm saying? And people want peaceful music. Right. You don't want to hear that rap all the time talking about killing drugs or whatever that whatever people want to rap about you know what i'm saying unless right. it's conscious rap right. that's another thing too that you could just be peaceful with that like conscious rap but true. like like you were saying like it's well for me it's like all by the age group like you start realizing for real like okay yeah this is real music you know what i'm saying right so yeah. like for me that that's that's big for me right now like before mm -hmm. i was you know because when you get in the industry 
yeah. and do different things. Like you want to get in there. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So you okay. find yourself compromising and sacrificing mm -hmm. in ways that you wouldn't normally do creatively. Yeah. You start following the trends and doing different shit to get on. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, I took the time to fall back and, and really study like the giants, like the greats, like what was making them great. And none of them were doing shit that the next motherfucker did. That's what made them great. They were who they were. Nice. You know what I'm saying? They brought the pressure you know, that they felt that the industry needed at the time they came mm -hmm. out, you know, and whatever that, their inspiration was, you probably knew it. Like, Michael, we knew James Brown was his inspiration. Yeah. Beyonce, we know Tina Turner and this person that, like, you know it, but they take that shit to a whole nother place. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I love, individuality and just being yourself, man. We, we need to get back to that. You know, motherfuckers is artistically, like, just trying to be like the next nigga. Mm -hmm. Nobody want to really step out and say, I'm going to do some different shit on y'all niggas. Like, you so, know? So, with that, what's your creative process like when you're making music? Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a method to my madness, I will say that. Because, um, you know, certain people, like, I've been around artists, they like candles. They really just sit, burn some sage, get in the vibe. You know what I'm saying? They don't even smoke. Might drink some wine or something. Right. You know what I mean? So what's yours? Mine is, um, for me, mm -hmm. got to have some good smokes. You know Thanks. what I'm saying? I don't have to uh, mm -hmm. create with, you know, the herbs. Yeah. But, you know, I, I like to keep it in the room. Mm -hmm. um, and for me, uh, another thing that I like is I like darkness. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I like moody colors. Like greens, blues, reds, you know what I'm saying? Shit that's gonna keep you in the vibe. Yeah. Um, I'm I don't really like being in bright lights mm -hmm. when I'm creating, you know. As long as the room kinda nice and dim mm -hmm. and it's a nice little smoke vibe and and I'm I'm good. You know, like 'cause me I, I, I have different ways that I create like because yeah. sometimes I don't even like to create in the booth. I like to be outside the booth holding mm -hmm. the microphone and performing oh, right. that bitch as I record. Yeah, like oh, I've spoiled myself. Everything you've heard, like that whole Rhythmic Brow Project, mm -hmm. I recorded that shit holding the mic, sitting down, doing my thing, like or dancing around. Like, oh, that's lit. I don't like the mic on the stand, bro. I yeah. hate that shit. <laughs> okay. Like, I feel like I'm in the principal's office. Like, yeah. Stand there and sing, nigga. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I gotta be like, yeah. feel like I'm performing <laughs> for you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Okay. So like that's that. how my process is. You yeah. probably the first artist like I heard that did that does that. Bro, real. if you see me in, in action, <laughs> you'll be on the floor like you'll be floored, bro. Like it's a whole performance in there. It's just if I don't have any like I, I told myself this next year I'm gonna I'm gonna start you know setting up little cameras so I can capture yeah. that. Yeah. Because no one's ever saw saw that but my collaborators. Yeah. But the only people who I collaborate with have seen me in that you mm -hmm. know element. So I kind of want to start putting that out there so people can see, like, this how the, the action happens, mm -hmm. you know? Okay, so yeah. how would you define your sound? Sensual mm -hmm. and aggressive at the same time. Okay, like passion. I, I would say passion and aggression. Okay, explain why. Because I always like to hit the soft spots, such as, like, you know, the topics or the emotional things or sex you know mm -hmm. yeah. but then i also am a dancer and performer so i like to be in your face i like that shit to knock on you so mm -hmm. for me i'm always gonna have 
you know, the heavy bottom end with the bass mm -hmm. and the drums and stuff like that. So a lot of my sound is it, it always going to have some softness to it that, you know, complements the R&B side, the sensual, nice. passionate side, but it's going to have that knock to mm -hmm. it that really complements the aggression, you know. Okay. So, yeah. So tell us more about some of the music that you put out. Um, well, before Rhythm and Broward, I put out a EP called Stay Home mm -hmm. during quarantine time. Okay. Uh, me and my homie Too Much. Shout out to Too Much, man. That's that's my right hand in the in the in the studio. Uh -huh. But um, yeah, I put out a R&B project called Stay Home, and I put out Rhythm and Broward, mm -hmm. and I put out um a few singles this summer where I drifted off. Um, it was so crazy because after I dropped Rhythm and Broward, it was actually a, a mixtape that um involved me collaborating with all of the different dope artists and mm -hmm. rappers who out in Broward who I felt like, you know, either was doing their thing and got mm -hmm. it got it popping or climbing the ladder or, you know, grinding it out. You know what I'm saying? I just wanted to work with motherfuckers who I know that was super dope mm -hmm. in the city and doing their thing. So uh, I just started, you know, link. it went from, it started out with like four or five records and then over time it just turned into a project and I yeah. just, you know, put it all together. Okay. And then um, over time I just was, promoting that and pushing that and doing different stuff mm -hmm. and then i had got this creative like like slump like i just was over it i was like fuck mm -hmm. this shit i'm over it <laughs> and then um back in april i started making house music okay and then it was like here two months later drake releases yeah. that shit <laughs> so it was yeah, like yeah. the universe was telling me like you know you're on the right track, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Because, mm -hmm. bro, I, I have the proof to show. Mm -hmm. From April up until when I made those music, that, those songs, all the way up until Drake and Beyonce started doing their thing, me, my manager, my brother, everybody who I confide in musically, mm -hmm. we all like, what the fuck we finna do with this house music you done made? Like, nigga, you done made a whole house EP. What, what we finna do with these songs? Yeah. Like, what are we gonna do? You don't have nothing out that sounds like this. What, mm -hmm. Like, I, I was... I'm like, I don't know no house DJ. I don't know nothing. Like, I don't know yeah. what the fuck we finna do. And then once Drake put it out, mm -hmm. Beyonce put it out, I still was puzzled because I'm like, okay, now everybody's going to think you're just you're copying, copying the next yeah, person. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I was like, you know what? Let me just go ahead and take advantage of, you know, it being a transition for me rather than me copying or trying to keep up with the trend or the flow. Yeah. So that's why I... I took the initiative to do a photo shoot that kind of stepped outside of, you know, what you would normally yeah. see an R&B nigga do. Because mm -hmm. I'm like, well, shit, I'm finna hit y'all with some crazy-ass music. I might as well come with a crazy-ass look. I respect so I that's respect why I, I, I pushed the envelope and said, you know, I'm finna mm -hmm. start doing what they can't and won't do. Right. So that's where that came from. And just over time, I just was rocking out with that. Mm -hmm. um, but those are the releases that I've released so far this year is that project mm -hmm. and then this summer I dropped the house vibes so yeah, thanks. you know hit them with a little, little different shit you know okay so out of all your projects and singles what would you say is your favorite and why oh man right now I'll say my favorite mm -hmm. That's so unfair to ask me. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I know I'm hitting you with him, man. Uh, <laughs> the only reason why I'll say the house shit is because mm -hmm. 
it unlocked where I am now, okay. creatively as well. Like where I'm about to go, mm -hmm. that zone unlocked it. Even though I'm not doing house music no more, you know what I'm saying? So that's all. That house shit really like. And I'll say specifically the song "Foolish." Okay. That yeah. one. Yeah. That sure. one really like it. Just I don't give a damn what year it dropped. Mm -hmm. It just got a feeling to it. And so that one to me is my favorite. That like, out of all of the music I've dropped this year, that's probably the one song that I have of my own that's mm -hmm. in my daily playlist. Okay. Facts. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Okay, so who are some of like the engineers or producers you working with? Um, I'm my own engineer. I record oh. everything okay. by myself. Okay. Everything you hear me record or sing on, I do it. Um, it's very fucking rare that you'll hear another engineer recording me, mm -hmm. only because I went to school for music production and audio engineering, mm -hmm. you know so I mastered sound. my sound. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so okay. it's a lot harder for me now to relinquish, you know that. Yeah. Um, but as far as producers, mm -hmm. I'm working with my homie um, Too Much. Yeah. I'm working with my homie Creo Kid. I'm working with my homies Rod and Twinkie. I'm working with my homie Vinyl Beats, um, and who else I've been working with? I hope I don't forget nobody. <laughs> um, my homie Bowie mm -hmm. and the Wiseman. Oh, man, I'm working with so many different people for so many different reasons, too. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? My homie Neary, I'm working with Neary. I'm working with a lot of different people. Um, only because my hands is in so many different things. I'm writing for other artists and doing yeah. shit. For myself too so i'm i'm collaborating with all type of motherfuckers but for my music though mm -hmm. my homies who i mentioned though for sure okay. so let's speak on like collabs or future collabs you plan on doing you could tell us yeah um i got this i don't know if you know david lynn from miami mm -hmm. he's a, he's a dope um r&b and dance hall artist okay out in um in miami mm -hmm. me and him about to go crazy with this record <laughs> We got this uh this vibe we've been sitting on for a little minute. Um, so I plan on putting that out soon. And I also will be doing a lot of shit with Nia Amber. That's uh my homegirl out of Miami. Shout out Nia Amber. Yeah, though. shout out Nia Amber. She got nice. a lot of big shit coming up, man, and I'm mm -hmm. a part of all of that. So that's like family. That's my sister, so Yeah, when you come to Atlanta, man, you gotta Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we, we we gotta get you the, the Get in on a little sit down with with my boy Frost, but yeah, she she's super talented. Mm -hmm. But those are my two um, collaborations that I have going on. Mm -hmm. um, I haven't, really, honestly and truthfully, I've been diving so deep into this R and B shit, yeah. and it's I've been self containing myself only because I want to stay away from the trends and stuff. Yeah. So I haven't been doing much collaborating with different artists mm -hmm. only because uh, unless and i'm working with them for their shit yeah only because i'm trying to craft and create a new sound okay you know so i'm gonna throw a curveball at you what's that so name your best three collabs you've done yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> shout out to that nigga sway man i got a record called damn good uh-huh with featuring my homie Sway, by the way. Okay. Sway from the way, man. Yo, that record is so special. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I'll say 
Me and Holly Supreme mm-hmm. put it on me. Okay. That record real special too. I I, I really say that was that was a the one. Okay. Um and by the way too, um Rhythm and Broward Anniversary Deluxe, all that's coming next month, by the way. Facts, facts. So Let's talk about it, bro. Giving you the exclusive. I, I wasn't finna tell nobody yeah, that, but it's man. it's happening. Only on here, man. It's Let's happening. It. <laughs> but um uh damn, one more. Mm-hmm. Shit. This is my manager calling me right now. He gotta wait. Um shit. You got me. <laughs> I got you. Okay, I'm 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 gonna name a third and an honorable uh-huh. mention. Okay. okay. That that's cool? Yeah, that's cool. Okay. For the third one, uh-huh. I will say um me and Deuce Moncrief. We got a record on, on, on that rhythm in Broward. It's literally just me, him, and the guitar. It's no other sounds. Mm-hmm. It's just the guitar, him rapping, mm-hmm. and me singing. Okay. My honorable mention is going to be me and my homie Big Vin. Mm-hmm. We got a record called All In on okay. there, too. That's another one that's crazy. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, this is so fucking unfair because I like... The record with me and Smook the Madman. I like yeah. the record with me and Meek. I like the record with me and Nova, Nova and and, and mm. Willie. Like it's, it's so many different dope vibes on there. So I'm still you know torn. Okay. You know, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna regret. The, I'm like, damn, what should have said? Damn, mm. what? But you know, everything is dope, man. So okay. Yeah. So you got me. <laughs> so we know you said the deluxe is dropping. You know, right. but is there any other future projects you have dropping after that? Um, yeah, so um, the only reason why I'm I'm going to be pushing the anniversary and deluxe vibe is because I'm about to go into this R&B vibe. Okay. Um, so my next project, honestly, is going to be the R&B mm-hmm. vibe with the, the traditional R&B music. It's just I'm doing the anniversary and the mm-hmm. rhythm and Broward shit, you know, okay. just to keep that momentum going and yeah. reviving that because that's a dope project that I feel like needs more attention. Okay. Yeah, but it by definitely next, does. It definitely yeah, it's, does. it's fire. It definitely uh, does. But by next release after that is going to be um, something a bit more traditional. Um, mm-hmm. It's going to be a bit controversial. Yeah. Um, I think this time I'm going to really show uh, who I am as an artist, who I feel like I've always been, mm-hmm. but haven't given myself the permission to be. Okay, Only I'm because I was... Spending so much time trying to keep up with this and keep up with that. And it's like, fuck that. We finna yeah, hit them with some shit these motherfuckers don't. Mm-hmm. I, I want you to be scratching your head like, what You're the like, fuck Yo. is going on? Yeah. Fine. You know, I but like you that. still at the, at the back end like, but that shit was kind of dope. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So right. that's where I'm at with it now with everything. And so that's that's my next project is just, mm-hmm. you know, dropping some R&B shit that these motherfuckers can't and won't do. Facts. You know? So, who would you say is your biggest critic of your music? My mom. Mm. You let her hear everything first as soon as you nope. finish recording it? Nope. Oh. <laughs> Yo, she hear it when it come out. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> she like, because you know, like, with the music of today, and mm-hmm. just motherfuckers just aren't educated, but yeah. the reason why people use the auto-tune and the different effects and shit is because the music we're singing and rapping over now is digital. Yeah, everything is computer based, and computer based music is perfect, uh, perfectly pitched. Yeah, facts. 
so as me my human tone uh-huh. doesn't always match with the computer's you know perfectly yeah. pitched tone that's why back the music back in the day they they didn't have to use that because those instruments and shit the frequencies were totally different it wasn't digital right. you know what i'm saying so because i do a lot more digital recording and stuff like that i put certain effects and shit on my voice even though mm-hmm. i can still sing and shit yeah but my mom she take all that effects off your voice you know she's old school <laughs> yeah, they yeah, old yeah. head they don't want to hear that yeah. shit you know but but i love my mom to death man that she she's one of my biggest supporters my parents, my family, my my immediate family, you know, my brother, my sister, like, you know, like, but, but when I make my music, the first motherfucker I send it to is my brother and my sister. They're like the first two ears. They hear everything I do first, like, because my sister is an R&B head. Like, that's yeah, all yeah. she listens to. She she listens to the rap shit, of course, but yeah. she's a connoisseur of it. That's why I be sending it to her, like, is Come this on, tell me, tell me what's don't up? Don't be fronting now. Yeah, is yeah, this yeah, that vibe facts. or what? You know, facts. so her okay. and my brother is who I go to for that type of shit. You know. Okay. So would you say those are your biggest inspiration that keep you going? Um, your family. Now it is. Okay. Now I'm seeing what it can do mm-hmm. for my family as a whole. The mm-hmm. success of it all. Yeah. Just from the little minor successes, success that I've had. Yeah. So now my goal now is just foundation mm-hmm. for me and my family. Now that's that's right. what's important for me now. Right. Um, because before it was all about I want to be rich, I want to be this, mm-hmm. I want to be all these you know superficial, yeah. fake ass things, and it's like yeah, bro. now I'm ready to really like have something that's like solid. Yeah. That once I start producing my own, you know, kids mm-hmm. and shit, I got something to leave behind. You know what I'm saying? Something that my grandparents weren't able to do only because of their shortcomings or their struggles and shit. Yeah. So that's what's important for me. It's just like giving my family a new experience with with life. You know what I'm saying? Like it's mm-hmm. it's more than just what we've seen. Yeah, you facts. You know what I'm saying? No, I respect that. Yeah. Because, you know, a lot of artists try to live up to be like, if I'm not here by this certain time, you know, like, I didn't I didn't do enough or I didn't make it. Man, 2 chains came out at 36. That's, thank you, Lucky bro. Day's first major, you know, release, he was, what, 34, bro. 35. So, People, they got to understand, too, it, like, even if that, as long as whatever you're doing, like, say you, you writing music for artists, you don't, you might not be, now I'm not saying you, but... Whoever who's writing music for artists might not be the biggest artist in the world eventually. You know what I'm saying? But look, you got to think back at it. You making a paycheck. You're sitting back still doing music, something you love, and you could take care of your family, and you right. don't have to work a nine-to-five for somebody else. You get what I'm saying? Right. So certain people have to really sit there and realize that part. And once they realize that, you know you're really winning because you're doing what you want in life.